our band, thank God so very much for them. As we remain standing for the reading of God's word in this first message of this new year of 2017, God has a word for us on today. Amen. This, as we expound on the theme that God has given us for 2017, this message is God saying to us, what it is to have God's favor on our life. Next Sunday, we will begin our first series of messages uh, looking at the life of Abraham. That series is entitled, A Test of Faith. Amen. But hear what God has to say to us this day. Numbers chapter 6, verses 22 to 27 printed for you on the screens that are above the New Living Translation. Hear the reading of God's word. Then the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Verse 27, whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, says the Lord, I myself will bless them. We ask God's blessings on the reading and the hearing of his word. Before you sit down, catch the hands of someone that is sitting next to you and here's the subject for our first message of 2016 a very simple subject words that we hope you will hear and share in all year long hold those hands and look at someone and say the favor of God amen the favor of God you may be seated the favor of God the favor of God. How many of you want the favor of God on your life, in your house, on your job, riding down the street, driving your car, children away in college, amen, in school, wherever they may be, the favor of God, amen. Perhaps there are no more inspiring and uplifting words to those of us who are believers, to those of us who are faith walkers, than these words, the favor of God. I'm not sure if there's anything that will lift us up more than to just hear the words May the favor of God be on your life. Listen, it is important for us as we began this new year to have a very clear understanding of what these words mean. And it is just as important to know and understand what they do not mean. I'm here to tell you that there are a whole lot of folk that are misusing God's word. 
whole lot of folk that are pronouncing favor over folk that don't have favor on them. And quite honestly, there are a whole lot of people, let me say this carefully, a whole lot of people in ministry that are pimping God's anointing. And trying to sell God's favor. Favor is not for sale. <laughs> Tell somebody this is not for sale. There are a whole lot of people that are trying to build their own credentials in telling other folk what they want to hear. So God says as we begin this year of supernatural favor, before we get into the first series of messages, I need you to share with him what is and what is not the favor of God. Listen, it is also very important for us to understand the impact and the responsibilities of having God's favor in and on our lives. When you ask God to shower you with his favor, there come some responsibilities with that. You can't just live any kind of way. Drunk as a skunk and want God's favor all on your life, stammering, stuttering, embarrassing God. That, that is not what God expects. God knows that none of us are perfect. He just wants us to wake up every morning and say, I want to be faithful. Amen. And so there is an impact when God's favor is on your life. Things will happen in your life that, that, that you would not even believe, others won't believe. But there are also responsibilities that comes along with having God's favor on your, you represent the kingdom of God. Your light shines so that others may see you and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And you know what, it is not, it is not up to you to determine somebody else's relationship with God. In 2017, you got to do everything you can to make sure you walk upright. And everybody with a title doesn't have God's favor. I'll get to that later. Listen, the favor of God has been described as tangible as well as intangible evidence of the approval. That's what it means. If you look at the Bible dictionary, it tells you it is the approval and the blessings of God on our everyday life. It is saying to God, I need you to approve who I am and to bless my life and bless my going ins and coming out and bless what my hands touch. Bless me in the city and in the country. You know Deuteronomy 28 and all these blessings shall come upon you. That's what the favor of God is, is that when you ask for God's blessings to be on the life of your family, your children, your grandchildren, and others, and, and as you walk this journey, you want God's favor on your life. The word favor is also defined as something granted out of goodwill. It is also, it has also been defined as quote, preferential treatment, unquote. Now, we'll deal with that later this year because that is a hard 
theological argument to put our hands around preferential treatment. But if you look at the Bible, you will discover that there were some people in the Bible who were blessed and highly favored and they received things everybody else didn't get. I'm going somewhere. One of the series that we're going to deal with would be Joseph's and Joseph's brothers could never come to grips with the fact that Joseph was favored by their father and, and there was an anointing on Joseph's life. God said to me in my time of preparation and meditation that tell by the way that with favor, don't miss this, look at somebody and say, with favor comes haters. There are some people that I'm calling in 2017 favor haters. There, there are some people that will hate you for no other reason than the fact that God seems to be blessing you. You haven't done anything to hurt them or said anything bad about them. You just go about your business and accept what God gives you. And there will be people in your life, preach pastor, uh, that will not like you in 2017 because you are no longer as bad off as they are. Misery still loves company. And folk were all tight with you when you were as messed up as they are. But when God began to move in your life, I wish I had a few witnesses. Sometimes, you know what God told me, Pastor Bradley, and you'd appreciate this because you are my mentor and a great pastor and a leader. God says, people with favor sometimes are lonely. Preach, Pastor. Because, see, it, it's, it's hard to surround yourself with friends when God's doing something in your life that he's not doing in their life. Everybody can't handle your favor. So you've got to make up your mind in 2017 that I may not be surrounded with as many people as what I used to be around, but that's all right. God's doing something in my life. Joseph was all right when his brothers thought he was just like them. But the moment he shared his dream and told them that God's got something greater for his life, they said, uh-uh, we can't handle that. There's some favor haters who are dream killers. So get ready. Get ready. God's going to reveal some dream killers to you in 2017. Folk you thought were your friends, God's going to reveal some favor haters to you. I heard somebody say a long time ago, Mother, uh, it, 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 it was one of the ministers said a long time ago, it may have been Bishop Smallwood E. Williams. I was a young man, and he was preaching out at the convocation. And he said, you don't really know who your friends are until God elevates you above them. He's, and I didn't understand that, Rose, what he meant. I was young, sitting in the church. He said, you don't really know, Deacon Stokes, he said, who your friends are until God takes you to a place where God doesn't take them. He said, now, if they can still be all right with you when you are up there and they're not there yet, then you really got a friend. But everybody can't handle your success. So you've got to prepare in 2017 to deal with some favor haters and some dream killers. 
but tell somebody that's all right because as long as the Lord is on my side, everything is going to be all right. Woo! Somebody ought to shout glory. Listen, my brothers and sisters, favor, grace, two words that are often used interchangeably in the New Testament. In fact, the root Greek word charis is used to describe both words. And it simply means God's unmerited benefit, God's unmerited favor. When God gives you something you don't deserve, you can't buy favor. You can't buy God. I just hope that you're faithful when God blesses you. Because there ain't nothing you can do to earn God's grace and mercy. God, 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 God gave us grace and mercy while we were yet sinners. And when we were sinning as much as we can, doing everything we can, God didn't throw us away. God still loved us and despite all the things we have done. And so favor is the unmerited benefit of God's grace. God's favor is that when God blesses you uh, with something that you are even surprised at. <laughs> you are saying, God, I knew you were a good God, but I, 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 I don't know what I could have done to deserve this. Because listen, the only reason I said this 8 o'clock, the only reason you are here on the first day of January 2017 is because God decided to keep you alive for one more year. We lost some people in 2016 and 2015, uh, and some of them were more anointed than any of us would ever be. And it wasn't because they didn't have a relationship with God. It was because God just said, your time is up. It's time for you to go to glory. And the only reason you woke up this morning and you were able to open your eyes and see a brand new year is because God has been good to you. Grace and mercy were right there by. And when the enemy wanted to snuff the life out of you, I wish I can preach to some grateful folk. I, I just need a few folk that are so grateful that you're here to see a brand new year. And you know grace and mercy made a way in your life. Woo! Tell somebody, I'm so grateful that God has blessed me. Listen, I, I, I've decided in 2017 not to complain about anything. And I know that's a hard thing to do. And my son and I were talking about uh, what we were going to try to do this year. And a couple of things, I said, keep it simple and, and make it one, two, or three so that you can remember. And as we were talking, one of the things God said to me was, I want you to live a life of positivity. I want you to live a life of no complaining. And I said, God, what do you mean? He said, now, it won't be easy because some mornings you're going to wake up and you won't feel as good. And some people are going to get on your last nerve. And there will be some times in which you're going to want to argue and throw your hands up and give up on somebody. God said, but don't you complain about anything you're going through because every day with me is a day of favor and a day of blessing. And even if you don't have money, you still have favor. And you still have God's grace. If you can take a breath, then you got a right to praise God. Is there anybody want to join me in 2017 and say, no complaints? Come on, Zion. No complaints. Listen, I, I preached this rose 
at Frank's funeral. And I, I, I would never get over this. I would never get, I am sitting by his bedside and he is whispering to me so that his wife and son can't hear. And he says to me, Dara, I'm about to leave here and I want you to preach this all is well. And then he gave me a big smile. And I said, brother, you're my brother. I love you so much. I tried to hold on to him, Al. But he said, and God showed me something. And God said, if this man on his last weeks of life can lift his hands and say, Lord, I have no complaints. All is well. My heart is failing, but I'm all right. And I just told the Lord, I don't care what the enemy brings my way. I'm going to celebrate your grace and your favor in 2017. I told the devil, if you're looking for a complainer in 2017, you better go to somebody else's house because as far as I'm concerned, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Is there anybody who can help me praise God right now? Don't fool me. But tell somebody you've got a reason to praise God. Listen, it is also important to note that the favor of God should not be viewed in comparison to how others are treated. You, you don't judge how bad somebody else is doing to determine how blessed you are. You, you, you ought to just be grateful for whatever God brings your way. And there's so many other people that love to see other people doing bad. They love to hear other churches doing bad. They love to hear other people not doing well. It seems like bad news travels fast. But I need you in 2017 to bless God and don't complain and don't hate on anybody. And if there's some folk that have been your enemies for a long time, pray for their success in 2017. Ask God to bless them like he's never blessed them before. Because God says, as Job did, when you pray for those who criticize you, God says, I'll bless you like you've never been blessed before. And if you thought Job was rich before he went through what he went through, look at how rich he was when he came through after losing everything he lost. God says, when I take you through what you're going through, I'll bless you like you've never been blessed before. So grab somebody by the hand and say, neighbor, 2017 will be unlike any year you have seen. Don't complain. Don't criticize. Don't hate on others. Pray for those who hate you and watch God turn your situation. Can I preach? I thought I was too tired to preach, but I've got some renewed energy. I feel like preaching. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, 2017, a year of supernatural favor. Another thing that God told me is that we should point this out. This is important. Not everyone who seems to be prosperous or successful has found God's favor in their life. Now, don't you be ascribing favor to folk that God says really don't have it. There are some folk that just got a whole lot of stuff. And some folk may have a whole lot of money. And some folk may have their names on buildings like Trump Towers and other stuff. 
And some folk may even luck up and win elections. But it doesn't mean the favor of God. <laughs> oh, y'all, excuse Am I in trouble now? <laughs> it doesn't mean that the favor of God is on their life. And there will be people that will have more stuff than you. But it doesn't mean that they have the favor of God on their life. Listen to what Jeremiah writes in Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 1, the New Living Translation. Jeremiah asked the Lord this question. He says, Lord, why are the wicked? I want to put it on the board. I want you to see it 12 and 1, the New Living Translation. Jeremiah asked this. He says, why are the wicked so prosperous? And why are evil people so happy? Ooh, you're going to see some evil people look happy. You're going to see some wicked people look prosperous. But don't you think that the favor of God is on their life? Why? Because the psalmist right, I looked again, and they had withered and fallen away. Difference between God's favor and not God's favor. A whole lot of people can be happy when they have stuff, but you know how to be happy broke. You know how to be happy sick. You know how to lay in your bed in the Providence Hospital about to have the breath leave your body and say all is well. Now that's the favor of God when, it's, when, 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 when your back is against the wall and you don't know how you're going to make it, you can still praise God. Tell somebody that's the favor of God. Listen, it does not mean just because we have the favor of God on our lives that we will not experience hardships and struggles and heartaches, but it means God is still with us. Even in the midst of everything we're going through, God is still with us. Throughout the Bible, there are many examples of anointed men and women who were blessed with the favor of God, yet they perhaps experienced even more hardships, more struggles, more heartaches than anybody else. Don't expect to experience less. When God blesses you, you ought to expect even more haters. More struggles, more. Listen to what Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 4, the New Living Translation. Paul writes this. He says, in everything we do, we show that we are true ministers of God. But I like this verse. It says, we patiently endure troubles and hardships and calamities and Every kind of evil thing the enemy brings our way. So Paul says, just because I'm blessed doesn't mean I don't have to go through anything. He says, in fact, I go through more than somebody who doesn't even know the Lord. But I don't count it a curse. I call it a blessing to even go through what I've got to go through for the gospel's sake. Why? Because the favor of God is not about materialistic blessings. For the greatest blessings of God are not always the things we possess or the positions we hold. We, we, we are inclined to look at people 
in high positions and say, oh, they are blessed and highly favored just because they have a position. But that's not always the case. Listen, in fact, some of the most anointed people I have ever known and know today hold no key leadership positions, have never had a major title associated with their name. They are blessed and highly favored and nobody knows their name. And they're just ordinary people that are walking in God's grace and mercy. So you don't have to have a title or position to have God's favor on your life. Am I right about it? Listen to the text in the next few minutes. Then we're going in this text, powerful text. Moses writes this word and shares this so that Aaron the high priest and his sons who also ministered with him would be able to minister to the people. This text is called the priestly blessings of Aaron. Uh, the Lord uses this scripture to encourage so many people, but he wanted to encourage the children of Israel as they were traveling through the wilderness. Catch somebody by the hand and say, this is for your wilderness experience. Whew. When your backs are against the wall, things get strange in your life. Things get tough, Whew. and you want to give up. <laughs> and your body is racked with pains. And your children are acting like they lost their mind. And, you, and you're wondering, are these the ones I raised? Are these my grands? This, this is, and God said, it's going to be all right. When you have wilderness experience, how many of you ever had a wilderness experience? In which it seems like the enemy wants to steal everything good in your life. And enemy wants to hold you back. So, so God said to Moses, I need Aaron to bless these because they are going through a wilderness experience and, 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 and on their way to the promised land I need God to do something and so he says to Aaron here are the words I need you to say may the Lord bless you and protect you how many of you need the Lord to protect you as you go through 2017. Don't fool me now. But anybody needs the Lord to protect you, just wave your hands in the air. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord protect you. I proclaim that every enemy that comes your way will stumble and fall. I proclaim that they will come in one way and flee seven different ways. I proclaim that those who are trying to get you fired on your job will contribute to your promotion. I proclaim in 17 that God's going to elevate you when others try to deflate you. When others try to step on you, God's going to take you up higher. Look at somebody and say, get ready because the Lord is going to bless you. May the Lord protect you. Keep me, Lord. Anybody need the Lord to keep you? Protect my family. Protect me, Lord. Oh, I know it gets hard sometimes, but you ought to thank God for his protection. You ought to thank God that you drove to church this morning and you weren't in an accident. You went home last night after church and you were not in an accident. Somebody can't claim that right now. But thanks be to God. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. May the Lord smile on you. Woo. Uh, the New Living 
translation commentary say, by the Lord smiling on you means that the Lord gives you his approval, tells you that you are right with me. May the Lord be gracious to you. And verse 26, may the Lord show you his favor. And may the Lord give you his peace. God's going to give you something better than money in 2017. Touch your neighbor, say, neighbor, get ready for something better than what's in your bank account. Get ready for more than a title. Get ready for more than a position. Stand to your feet. We're almost done. Grab your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor, God's going to give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. Folk are not going to understand why you're not upset in 2017. They will not understand why you didn't lose your temper in 2017. All you can say is favor. Touch somebody and say favor. Cross the aisles and lay your hands on your neighbor's shoulder. Say neighbor, get ready in 2017 for God's favor on your life, on your children's life. Woo! Everywhere you touch, every step you make, God's going to do something great. And anybody is getting ready for God to do it, get ready for the favor of God. Lift those hands and say, Lord, I receive your blessing in 2017. Woo. Favor. Tell somebody favor. As you travel through your wilderness experience, God's favor will be on you. And as we prepare for this altar, God said to me, things are going to be different this year. Some of you, your favor will be private, but your blessings will be public. And perhaps, and we'll deal with this in the second series, the one mistake Joseph made was thinking his brothers would understand his father's favor on his life. Don't tell everybody what God has said about you. Can I say something? Don't tweet everything. Don't post everything. Preach, Pastor. There's some things, Elder Randolph Franklin, that God has said that God's going to do for me and my family that is, is so powerful. I hadn't even told my wife. I, I hadn't said anything to anybody. God just told me, just keep it to yourself. And when I do it, I want you to say like your daddy said, I told you so. Anybody know that God will do just what he said? Ooh, I, I feel the anointing. Before the altar, put your arms around somebody right now. And say, may the blessings of God be on you. Say, may he protect you. May he bless you. May his face smile upon you. May he be gracious to you. May he give you his favor. May he give you his peace.
in 2017. Now clap those hands, everybody. Come on and clap those hands. As you leave your seat and walk down the aisles and stand at this altar, let me tell you, I know you don't have to come to the altar every Sunday, but perhaps whenever a Sunday fall on the first day of a year, and it's a special day, and we are proclaiming something in here today. I want you to know something that without a relationship with God, you will never enjoy his favor. And he appreciates the fact that you come to church. But God is wondering, why haven't you taken the next step? Whew. Every biblical example that I will share in 2017, they all had one thing in common. They had a relationship with God. Starting next Sunday, we're going to look at Abraham that left everything that was familiar and took an unfamiliar journey because of his relationship with God. The second series of the year, Joseph survived the pit and the dungeon and ended up in the palace because he had a relationship with God. David survived Ziglag and a moral failure in his life. Ziklag and Bathsheba. Whew. Because he had a relationship with God. Esther. How do you know you weren't sent to the kingdom for such a time as this? She had a relationship with God. Ruth. Naomi, where you go, I will go. Where you live, I will live. Your people shall be my people. And Ruth concluded and said, your God shall be my God. Ruth had a relationship with God. Or what about Peter? Peter, who was a liar and a doubter. Peter, who almost drowned when he took his eyes off Jesus. But Peter had a relationship with God that even despite his failures, God did not throw him away. Then the last series of 2017 would be about Paul. I fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. I've finished my course. Here's the question that I pose to you on this first day of a brand new year where do you stand with God I'm not talking about where you stand with the pastor or anybody else where do you stand with your relationship with God and if you are going to enjoy the favor of God in 2017 you're going to have to have a relationship with him listen Donna Lawrence writes I know that you don't always feel your best. Tell somebody that's standing next to you, hold on. Be strong. Tell them because God has not forgotten you. Whew. Broken dreams got you feeling blue. Hold on. Be strong. God's 
looking out for you. Woo, I love those words, Sister Jennifer. Look at somebody and tell them God's looking out for you. Throughout 2017, God will be looking out for you. Just remember that at the end of the day, the favor of God can open the, the way. God's favor is more precious than life. Come on, wherever you are right now, it's quiet. Come on, wherever you are, let us bless you this morning with this prayer. Come on, yeah, yeah. Sing quiet in here. Get ready! 
if you don't change your relationship with God. That's where it all begins. It's not a matter of a new boyfriend or girlfriend, a new husband or wife. You need a new job. Because as long as your relationship with God is missing, the vertical has to be in place before the horizontal can connect. Unless you are right with God, you can never get right with other folk. Whew. So on this first day of a brand new year, God's invitation is for you to enjoy his favor. If you want to recommit your life to the Lord, if you want to make that commitment, then after we pray this prayer, meet me at this altar and say, here I am, Pastor. I'm opening my heart for God to do something new. For God to bless me in ways that I have not yet seen. Somebody shout favor. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you this day. We thank you for this first message of 2017. A message that has simply been entitled, The Favor of God. We thank you for your blessings, your approval. We, we thank you for for committing to bless us and protect us, to have your face smile upon us, to be gracious to us. We thank you for committing to give us your favor, to give us your peace. And we say that we will do our part. Here we are, Lord, in imperfect vessels, but we want a relationship with you. We're tired of trying to make it on our own. We need you in our life we're willing to step out of our comfort zone do what you've told us to do on this day have your way lord move in a mighty way just like aaron pronounced god's favor on the children of israel lord i stand here this day and pronounce your favor on these your people bless them in a special way protect them lord give them peace give them joy it is in Jesus' name we pray. And the church said, Amen. Put your arms around somebody and say, The favor of God is on your life. Come, come on, if you want to make that commitment, meet me at the, Let this be your new day. Come on, come on. Let this be the day you step out. Come on, come on. Come on, God bless Anybody else come on and stand right here, God. Somebody else join these. Join these. Come on. God is calling you right now, wherever you are. Come on. Come on. This is your day. 
God is calling you. God is calling you. Start this year off. You can start this year. Wherever you are, God is calling you. God's favor. That's right. God's favor. Somebody else is coming right By the way, clap those hands as others are still coming. transition I think into the Holy Communion service but just before I turn it back into the hands of Elder Mac we want to invite you Tuesday night for these 